welcome back to Breaking Bread Podcast. I have Joel here. I am blessed to be here, guys. I hope you guys enjoy. I have Karen here. What's up? And then I have myself, Mo, as y'all know. Um, unfor- that rhymed. <laughs> that did. I should be a rapper. Just kidding. <laughs> so unfortunately, Izzy is not here with us this week, but he will be back next week. So we're excited. Yes. Yeah. All right. So today, fam, we are going to talk about the end. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so we're going to answer that question. What happens after we die? I mean, what we does can't, happen after we die? What does happen? Um, I don't know. A lot of people have different theories on this. So, Joel, yeah. what happens after we die? What do you think happens? Well, you were right. There is a lot of, um, we said theories. Yeah. Theories like, oh, like we reincarnate, like all of these different things. Mm. But something that's really um, like shown in my life, like it's not just something I've read on a book. It's something I've lived out with my life. That is that there is a heaven and that there is a hell in that we get, we get to decide that we got to put our hope in Jesus or we got to put our hope in this world and go to hell. So that's my take on that. I think that um, what we see, like and what we're living is de- definitely not forever. I think it's very much temporary. I mean, just as simple things like money. Money comes and goes. Everything comes and goes. People come and go. You know what I mean? So, um, dang, that sounds so like... <laughs> depressing but i do think there's more after you die like especially in the in the grand scheme of things like life is pretty short you know and and life is fragile it can be taken away in a matter of like seconds in a car crash or whatever so i believe that there definitely is um an eternity after you die yeah i just feel like we constantly ask ourselves like wait if i get this career i get all this money i'm a millionaire and then what's gonna happen after i die i feel like that's a question that really haunts people when they've worked all they can on this in this world and then they're like so scared of dying like they did the retirement and they're like wait what's after this like am i gonna be rich when i die like they don't know that question and it's really important for us to ask that question that's so good you know what i just want to say like the reality of it is, is that we are all going to die one day. Mm-hmm. Like there is no way that we could live on this earth forever. Yeah. Like each of us has, I don't know, there's like a countdown. Obviously we can't see the countdown, but there's like a countdown on our lives. Yeah. And like one day, We're mortal. whether we want to or not, like it's yeah. going to happen. It's yeah. inevitable for all of us. Yeah. So it's immortal for all of us. So one thing that Karen said where she was like, life is too short i just found that hilarious because i feel like that's one of the cliche things that we say all the time we're like life is too short you know or yeah. we say like um yolo yolo right <laughs> or you know we're like tomorrow isn't promised like we always say sayings like that and yeah. those things are so true but i feel like we just get so used to hearing them all the time that yeah. it almost just becomes we become numb to it's it it's like it's like when i feel like a lot of times when we say those like cute little quotes it's when we want to justify a decision we're making Mm. or like just feel like good in the moment like life's too short or like i mean what he just said yolo like yolo go and buy this car and get into debt like you know but you don't really like sorry you don't really like deep how how yeah like you (laughs) tomorrow isn't really promised if we're talking about eternity it's not (laughs) yeah and the crazy thing is we just live our lives like like tomorrow wasn't a co- like is it like it's a coincidence like oh we lit we woke up this morning oh it's like any other day uh-huh. but in reality people don't really wake up every day people die every day yeah. and that could have been you that was dead but 
you're living today and that's literally a miracle in itself so but even with that though it just makes me think about how we all have the this like expectation of living like in the sense of like even myself sometimes i'm like oh i'm gonna go to sleep you know we say like oh see you tomorrow and Mm. stuff but it's like we really don't know like if we're gonna see them tomorrow that's true but i just feel like we have this innate like oh, I know I'm going to wake up tomorrow kind of attitude. Like, Mm. and not that we're trying to, but it's just like so natural because you're like the likelihood of me dying in my sleep or something like that. Like, I just feel like we think that death like can't touch us, you know, or also it's just very unimaginable. Like, it's hard for us to like really picture like, dang, I'm going to die one day. Yeah, well, because if we really did, we wouldn't be acting the way we're acting. Dang. (laughs) If we're being real. It's like we have, like, faith that there's actually going to be a tomorrow. Even though you aren't a believer, you still have faith that you're going to see that person tomorrow or you're going to go to that job. So in a sense, you do have a little sense of faith in that. Yeah. Come on. That's, like, so true. All right. Let's talk about eternity, y'all. We got to. Because... I just have a question for those of you who just haven't thought about it lately, just when it comes to life after death, you know, like what was the point of all of this? Like, what was the point of like you being formed in your mother's room, room, in your mother's room, that too. I mean, listen, in your mother's womb, like, and for you to just be birth and to just exist into this world and then to die and there be nothing. That's upsetting. that is so upsetting but that is like a reality of how some people actually believe they're like we're just here just to be here but you know what we believe that god that there is a creator god who created each and every one of us and that he created us with purpose that he created us on purpose that even if like our parents say like oh we're a mistake that we aren't a mistake because god had planned us from the beginning like before the Mm -hmm. foundations of the world was even created and so, yeah, let's talk about eternity. Well, I wanted to touch on how Karen talked about how all this is temporary because I feel like that's, like, so important. And a lot of times, like, when we actually come to the realization that that's so true, then it points us to eternity because mm. this world is going wow. to pass away. Like, everything that we see, like, whether it's cars, money, whatever you name it, jobs, houses, like, it's all going to go, you know? And I definitely feel like also, like, COVID was such a big, like, shake to this world but it like woke a lot of us up to the reality that like things are temporary like we don't nothing is locked in for us like nothing is promised to us and so yeah so i just really felt like nothing um, i have to correct you nothing in this world nothing in this world thank you yes there are things promised to us by jesus Mm -hmm, nothing in this world is right come on i love that and so those things are they're eternal so pretty much i just wanted to get into the subject of heaven and hell because we talk about that a lot but i don't want to talk about it the way that a lot of us have heard about it you know we we hear like oh heaven like it's such a beautiful place and it's paradise which is true and then we also talk about like hell you know in hell it's like you know fire and like demons and you're tortured and it's just horrible really it really is horrible but um the point of view that i really wanted to take on this was um the beings like the people who are there so when it comes to heaven like the point isn't 
to get to heaven and just to like, oh, like no more sorrow, no more pain. But the point of heaven is God, it's Jesus. Like yeah. that's the reason, that's who you're going to be with forever. Yeah. Like, and so just keep that in your mind. So then we're going on the other foot where we talk about hell and like you're going to be with Satan, with Satan and all his demons. And that's just the reality of hell. Like, so my question, I guess it just leads me to want to ask y'all, like, so who do you want to spend eternity with? Yeah. Like, who do you want to spend eternity with? With God, with Jesus, or would you want to spend eternity with Satan and with his demons? Yeah. Um, because, yes. So could you, could you elaborate? Because you were saying, like, okay, the being's there, right? Mm-hmm. Could you elaborate on what else is there? And you're, like, studying and research. Like, what else is there? What else would we be in eternity with whether that's heaven or hell like what is it do you know what i mean like obviously you haven't been there i think about like well what it makes me think about one time i was listening to this testimony and like i never know if these are for real and like forgive me if like i if i say they're like if i don't believe in and they are real mm-hmm. but like this dude like he had gone and he had this like near-death experience and was in hell and he was just talking about how it felt and he was even talking about how like um you know how in the word it says like that god you know is it something about like god is he gives us our breath or whatever right mm-hmm. well not or whatever but and so in in hell because god isn't there because he's not present like it's hard to breathe mm. so it makes me think of like things like that that we don't think about like oh i'm gonna go to hell or even people that so easily be like, oh, I know I'm going to hell. Like, um, you know what I mean? But yeah. you don't think about, like, what it's going to feel like. Like, oh, like, peace is good, right? So, But there's not going to be peace in hell because there's right. nothing good in hell. Right. So if you can, like, elaborate. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, let's talk about hell first. So specifically with hell, um, the end, like the end of the whole thing is like, it's going to be fire specifically in the word. I want to say that it was in Luke. There's a, um, a story and it's about a man named Lazarus. Like there's a poor man named Lazarus. And then there's a rich man. I don't recall the rich man's name. We'll just call him Steve. So <laughs> Steve, um, he was a rich man and every day he would pass by Lazarus and Lazarus was a beggar and he was poor. And so he was a rich man and he just did his rich man thing. Like, you know, he like spent money on the car, spent money on the women, like, you know, spent money on the friends and all that. And he was rich his whole life. And then he died. But Lazarus also died. And so when Lazarus died, Lazarus went to heaven. But when Steve died, Steve went to hell. And so it says that when he, that when God like was talking with him, he was like, Lord, like, just give me just a drop, like a drop of water. Like it's so hot down here. So it was like so hot that he's like, I just, even a drop of water is like, I just need something. Cause it's just burning down here. And so, and then he was, and then God was like telling him and just like explaining to him, like, this is a place of torment. Like hell is a place of torment. It's not a place where you're going to freely roam and sin. Like you don't, when you go wow, to hell, you good. don't become a demon. And I think that's probably what some people think. Like, you know, cause demons, like they have power, like they do, yeah. like they have power, their spirits, you know, when they roam and like, it's not like you go there and you're, and you're living your best life. Right. Dude. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Dang, that's crazy. C- cause I feel like, Oh, when I've like seen like these, like this street preacher, he's like, Oh, like, where do you like, like, will you say like, where do you want to place your attorney in heaven or hell? 
and then he asked them that question they're like oh i'm gonna go to hell like they're laughing and stuff like it's a joke but yeah. it really is not a joke like that you're not gonna be just chilling down there like hey what's up like looking at like, hanging out with your friends you're gonna yeah. be burning in hell and in, in torment it is not a joke y'all <laughs> right yeah. and it's like even along with that because then it talks about judgment day and it's like, um, there's this parable. This parable really cracks me up. But there's this parable. <laughs> and it says and it says that all the people, like, everyone comes forth, right? And so Jesus is there, and he, like, separates people. Like, there's some people on the left, and there's some people on the right. I might get the sides wrong, so please forgive me. I'm not trying to misquote the word of God. And so it says that the people on the right, he was like, oh, you can come into my kingdom. You know, and he's like, come on in. Like, you know, when I was hungry, you fed me. When I was thirsty, you gave me drink. And like, when I was naked, like you clothed me, you know, and all these things. And they were like, Jesus, when do we do this? And they were like, when you did it to the least of these, right? So they went into the kingdom. And then to the people on his left, he was like, you did not like you didn't do these things like you didn't feed me you didn't give me water you didn't clothe me and they were like Jesus when do we not do these things and then he was like you didn't do these things when you didn't do it for the least of these so like be like bye like you know Boom. out of my face like to hell you go and so it's just like you're going to be there with Satan like when when it says that it's torment like it's not just like oh like satan's going to be the one to torment you because he is being tormented as well like him and all the fallen angels that are with him that we now call demons like it's literally the everyone's everyone not everyone but like satan and all his demons and all the people who believe who refuse to believe in the name of jesus christ like and that he is the son of god like they're all going to get cast into the lake of fire and the lake of fire and sulfur. And they're just going to burn. Like that's all like, there's like, it's not going to be fun at all. Like there's literally nothing that you could do, but just think about that. Like eternally, like it's not just for like, Oh, 10 seconds. You know, maybe yeah. some of you have like experienced like fire close to your face, you know, when you're like at a fire pit, but just picture that all around you mm. and like forever. We're living in that living in yeah. that Dang. forever though. Wait, but, can I say living that, living in that, as, as in reference to talking about fire, but not like not burning, but not burning, dang, because it's eternity. Yeah, like you don't get to escape that. Dang. And and this is kind of going into like what we're gonna talk about after this, but um, how you said there's nothing that you can do about this, and I know that we're talking about eternity, but you know the crazy thing is that there is something that we can do about that. God gives us a choice. Yeah. In this life, that is very much temporary. And in the word it talks about, like in Psalms, like where we're so like, um, dang, what's the word that it uses? Foolish? No, like how temper we are. Oh, we're so we're like vapor. We're like yes. mist. Yes, there's something. We're like, like the grass, like yeah. there one day and then gone the next. Thank you. And but even in that midst, we still have an option. We have yeah. options. We get to decide every day that we're alive. So there is something that we can do. How crazy is that? Us as humans, like we're so fragile and like little, like there is something that we have some type of control over where we're going to spend eternity at. Dang. Like God could have had that. Well, he did at one point before Jesus, but he could have mm -hmm. had control of that. Like you're going, you're going here just because he's God, just because he's that right. holy and we're not, but he gave us the option. Yes. Adding on to that. Cause that made me think of this saying that, um, my friend told me and honestly it just had me stuck. Cause I was like, dang, that hurt my whole heart <laughs> because she was like, just picture if you could choose like what you look like. She was like, just picture if you could choose like what eyebrows you have, eyes, nose, mouth, like body and everything. And then God got to choose where you spent eternity. Like, 
would you like that? And I was like, no, I wouldn't <laughs> like that. Like, I wouldn't like to choose where, like, what I look like. Just forgot to, like, be like, I'm going to decide where you spend eternity. I'm like, because that's scary. Like, it is Dang. a scary thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Like, it's not fun, you know? Mm. And so it's just fun, like, as in, like, when it comes to judgment. Like, mm. it's judgment, not. Judgment, yeah. Yeah, it's not fun, so. Yeah, and I feel like we all have had an opportunity to say yes to God because literally the gospel is everywhere. Well, like, I, I wouldn't say all. I mean, we. Well, that's why we're still here because we still got to spread it. <laughs> I know, but like, what do you guys think about like if someone hasn't received the gospel and they don't know anything about it? Like, how does that go with heaven and hell? Like, where do they go if they haven't oh, received the message? Saying. Well, I believe that by the point of like end times everyone will have had the opportunity to accept jesus christ as their lord and savior you know i'm not saying like oh it's end times now and i mean we don't know when end times is going to be whether Mm -hmm. we see signs or not but like uh, that's just what i feel i believe i just think about in romans chapter one where Mm -hmm. it talks about how we all have like an innate knowing that God exists. Yeah. Cause like, even with that, like, cause Romans chapter one, y'all, it will have you shook. Cause it literally says like everything that is visible proves the existence of the yeah, invisible. Yeah, it points to him. You can't and he avoid was, it. Right. Yeah. So he was like, so all of you are left without excuse. Yeah. Like everyone. And it's, and I think just to go even deeper in that, like, it's not that it's not a matter of like, well, it kind of is a matter of everyone being exposed to the gospel, but it's also like how you said, if we already have an innate knowing, because mm-hmm. I mean, of our creator, right? <laughs> you know, it's kind of like all of us know that we have a mom because where do we come from? You know what? <laughs> um, Somebody's about to be a conspiracy like, theorist or something like like you're you're going to seek that. You're going to want to know more about that, yeah. whether that's in the wrong way or the right way. And even if you do go in the wrong way, looking for God, like you're going to end up in the truth, like whether yeah. you receive that or not right and then it goes back to like even if like you know we haven't had this like great encounter with god or something Mm -hmm. like we can suppress the truth like we have that free will to be able to press it down yeah and just to be like i want to believe that god does not exist i want to believe that there is no heaven and hell and and god is he honors that choice he He gives you that choice how my creation doesn't want to believe in me that's fine I can't force them to. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That that just reminds me of just the story, not the story, but when Jesus was on the cross and there was like two people on the side of him, yeah. you know, and one was just straight up like, aren't you the son of God? Like, get yourself down and get us down too, bro. Like, what are we doing up here? Like, you the son of God, you can like take us down. Right. And then the other one's like, Oh, like, forgive me, like, pretty much forgive me for my sin, like, you know, and, like, I believe that you are who you say you are. And then Jesus looked at the one who was like, I believe that you are who you say you are. Those weren't his words verbatim again, like, for those of you who are biblically, like, on it, like, I'm just, like, summarizing. Yeah, (laughs) please don't come for me. And so, (laughs) so, yeah, but um, Jesus looked at him and he was just like, and... Um, and today, like you will be with me in paradise. Mm -hmm. And so, and it's so true. Cause like Jesus didn't even condemn the other man. He was just like you, like the one who believes like you will be with me in paradise. Cause the other man gets to make his choice. Like, and I mean, we can only, he was right next to him. Right. Able to make his choice. Right. And it's crazy because Jesus was at his weakest. Like they literally whipped him. They, he was on there with nails and literally at his last second, he thought of us, he thought of us. And literally it's so crazy how, um, 
he like took that yes and he's like okay i want to my sins forgiven and he was so quick to do that yeah like that just shows how god like how god's love is so great for us it's just a matter of accepting come on it's just a matter of accepting yeah dang (laughs) and so that's like so good and so now let's talk about heaven because i feel like this is just a great transition but heaven like let me tell y'all because i was thinking like god why is there even a hell in the first place like because i feel like we all wonder that you know and i have an uncle god i love this man but he is just so like like what the hell (laughs) 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 okay you have an uncle Um, and you love him yes i have an uncle and i love him dearly and ever since i became christian he is always and i mean always always um like he's constantly like just bringing up jesus like y'all i'll be chilling like minding my own business don't say nothing to the man to the man to the the man and then he's like so you believe in god huh (laughs) (laughs) i just imagine him like in a recliner just like literally and i'm like i'm minding my own business the point of that though is because like one time we got into this whole I don't want to well yeah it was a debate I'm just gonna call it what it what it was so it was a debate and so he was like um oh if God is such a loving father then why does he send his children to hell like that's literally what he told me and my response was literally this is what I said I was just like uncle like you raise your kids to do right you know to obey the law and things like that right and he's like right and i was like right so then when they get older and they make their own decisions and like let's say that they end up in prison what can you do because you taught them right and he's like right and i was just explaining to him like i'm like it's the exact same thing with god like he does his not that his best is bad like his best is the best and so but he like tries to like bring us to him but it's like at the end of the day we have a choice like and we're grown like all of us like at some point we stop being children and like we have that choice to follow jesus or to not follow jesus mm-hmm. and then um yeah and then it's like and then if if we end up going to hell, like whose fault is that like is it god's fault no because we have an, a, li- a lifetime of opportunity lifetime of opportunity i like that that made me think of like one of those commercials <laughs> lifetime warranty like that's what you got when you have jesus hey! <laughs> and tomorrow's not promised so take the opportunity take bro the opportunity today tonight tomorrow in the morning sorry not tomorrow so um yes so going back honestly i just feel led to talk about lucifer to talk about lucifer who is satan <sighs> so because I don't know if everyone knows about the fall and, like, exactly what happened. So I just want to just yes, talk about us. that. Yeah, so Lucifer. So Lucifer is Satan, but his name was Lucifer. And so pretty much what happened is, like, Lucifer was created by God. And so the way that God created him is that his body was like an instrument. You know, people say that he was the worship leader. I don't, like, I didn't do research on all that, so I honestly do not know whether that is true or not. Um So one of the scholars, if you just want to like DM us or something and let us know, thank you very much. But um, it did say that he was beautiful. Like it says that he was beautiful and he had these jewels inside of his body. And so he would come before the presence of God. And so, and he was an instrument. So like he definitely did uh, worship, obviously, like with the rest of the cherubims and like angels. And so um, what happened was, is that he like, he became prideful. Ooh, prideful. But he legit, like, he became prideful, and he started to want to be like God. And so 
he like pretty much gathered some angels like and convinced them. I mean, he must have, he was cunning. Like it says like in the garden of Eden, like the serpent is cunning and shrewd. And so he had gathered like some of the angels and like they literally had this whole war like happening. And then God like casts him down. And literally in the Bible, it says like, woe to the, to the inhabitants of the earth because now like Lucifer is like, there you know and so then you have like in the beginning like god created the heavens and the earth and then it talks about how lucifer was in the garden with adam and eve like as a serpent and so um yeah so it's like lucifer he was cunning he was shrewd and he was prideful and then it just goes back to adam and eve and how when it came to the garden like what did he do like he like talked to her sweet and was like a, he was just a smooth talker y'all mm -hmm. and then he ended up tricking her like and just like bamboozling her to think like this tree like you should eat from it like it's not that bad you know and god is holding back on you that's literally what he convinced eve of and then by eating the tree like what happened was come on because like Eve didn't obey God's commandment when he was like, do not eat from this tree. And just think they had literally thousands of trees. They really did. They had all these other trees, but they like just that one, like the one yeah. tree that God was like, don't eat from. That's the one that we got to eat from. And so um, <laughs> it's just like, dang, come on. Fact that after Eve ate from the tree, like it says that she died. You know, it says that they died. Like Eve and Adam, they both ate. And then it says like, God told them, like, do not eat this or you will die. And it's like, what kind of death did, like, how did they die? Because obviously oh. they were still living. Like, spiritually they died. And then God had to kick them out of the garden. Because little did you know, like, that the desire that Satan had placed in Eve by having her eat that fruit was that, oh, I can be my own God. Mm. And it's just like, dang. And it's like, and there it is again. Like, because Satan was like, I like I will be like God, but God was like, uh, uh we not having that up in my kingdom. So then right. he was like, you got to go. Yeah. And then God creates Adam and Eve, and here comes Satan, and he's like, you can be your own God. Like you don't need to listen to him. What do you mean? You can have all of this. Right. You yeah. can have like you can have everything, and it's just like, dang, like that's crazy. And so, and honestly, I just feel like that's something that we fight with a lot. Is like submitting submitting to god to authority, yeah. it, submitting to authority yeah but like not being our own god because it's yeah. hard like it's hard you know and it just goes back to the curse of adam and eve like that's what we're fighting up against and so yeah okay now talking about heaven <laughs> so who's in heaven god is in heaven and can we just talk about the character of god because i feel like that points back to that the character god yeah because we Again, and I feel like we've said it before, we like to hear the cute stuff of like God is love and God is gracious. But the reality of it is that there is a hell because God is holy, because God is righteous. Yeah. And we just can't get over that. Like you can't stop that. Like even in his word, he's like, be holy as I am holy. It's like, why would he set such a high standard on us? Because he's like, that is like that is what enters into my kingdom holiness yeah. righteousness like wrath does not, not live here less. not anything less yeah. and so it's just like man so like i just really want y'all to like take that in that god is holy and he is righteous you know and then it just comes back to like our need for jesus jesus is the way the truth and the light please do not i know that it's hard i don't know like who's listening but please do not think that there is another way because i've heard people say oh like you know all religions they lead to god like but all religions do not lead to jesus mm -hmm. narrow is the what say it go ahead the woe go <laughs> 
uh, narrow is the the road that leads to eternal life, and then wide is a road that leads to destruction. Yeah. Right, and it's just so true. And so it's like we just have to remember that God is holy and He is righteous, and He's like He's a loving Father, but He's gonna let us know like, and this is how I run my household. Like this yeah. is how things are done, and so um, yeah. So heaven is going to be amazing. And we hear that all the time. And I think it's so much fun, y'all. I have this, like, great anticipation for heaven. Because even if I think about, like, the best... Okay, pause. Like, because what I think about... This is, like, a funny. <laughs> but there was, like, this movie, Great Gatsby. I don't know if you guys have ever seen The Great Gatsby, like, the newer one, though. But that party, like, that party was a party. Like, they was it getting was wild. A party. They was getting crazy. But you know what? When I saw that, I was like, that's a dope party. Like, I would love to have a party like that. And so I just think about that, like, not when... I think of heaven. <laughs> that, that, that's where you were going. <laughs> no, that's not where I'm going. But just in general, like, you know, they were having so much fun. Like, you could imagine being in there and, like, this atmosphere of just, like, fun and joy and, like, people just, like, fellowshipping and just being together and just enjoying one, another, one, one another's company. And so then you think about heaven and it's, like, nothing. Like, nothing that we could imagine. Nothing that we see. Mm. Like, we can't, like, there's nothing on this earth that could even give us, like, like a little, like, I was going to say tinkle. That's not the right word. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little drop of, like, this is what heaven's going to be like. Well, I'd say maybe sometimes, like, during yeah. worship. Presence. His yeah. presence. Yeah, like, what? His presence. is Like, like upper room, bro. His presence is a glimpse, yes. But it's, like, even now, like, because we're in these bodies, like, we don't get that full, like, yeah. ah! And so, I know, yeah. stop, you're giving me butterflies, Come too. Come on, stop. but it's just, like, heaven's going to be amazing. And so it's, like, in heaven, the Bible says that there is no more sorrow. Like, so for those of you, we've talked about this before, like, depression, like, you know, suicidal thoughts and things like that, like, that can't enter into heaven. Like, that's not a thing there. There is joy. Mm -hmm. Come on. There life. is peace. There is life. There is hope. Like, there's not even going to be a sun that we see because the sun who is Jesus is, the sun. is going to be the sun. <laughs> like, he's the light. Like, it's going to be yeah. just, in Spanish, I could only think about when it says, like, brilla or brillando. Like, how would you say that? Brillando like, radiating. That's what I want to say. It's going to be, like, radiant. Like, mm -hmm. Jesus is going to be radiant, just shining, like, beautifully and gloriously as king as lord yeah. of all like in overall and so yeah and so heaven like no more sorrow no more pain for those of you who like have cancer you know who have a physical sickness that mm. it just cannot cure like i just want you to know that there is hope yeah. like and not even in this life but in the life to come like yes. an eternal life that you're going to be healed completely that you're going to be set free completely for like anyone who's been dealing with like some serious just like traumatic issue that it just has not going gone away like remember that if god does not heal you now like if god does not permit or will for it to like be gone now that in the any in, in heaven in eternity in, with mm. god like it's gonna be gone like it's not gonna, gonna be a thing bodies you're gonna we're gonna have new bodies y'all yeah. like glorious bodies and in that day when jesus is revealed like we will be able to see like this is what our bodies are gonna look like yeah i'm excited so yeah so no more sorrow no more pain no death mm. No death. Can we say that we died twice? Hmm? Can we say that? I feel like that should be a thing. Because we come into this world and we're already spiritually dead. Mm -hmm. Then we come to Jesus. 
and we become alive, and then we physically die. So we die twice. So we die twice. Market that. Market that. Hashtag that. (laughs) Trademark that. Trademark that. No, but for real, it's like we die twice, but just like, ugh, like we die twice. That's crazy. And I, I just have to say, like, in the as we're talking about like heaven, I think um, a lot of times we like as listeners of things we can listen to something like this and think like, oh, that's definitely not me, or this is not for me. You know, I'm a believer, but I know that you know when I wasn't a believer, I would be listening to something like this, and I probably like click off like, oh, that's not gonna be me. But it's like it can be me. Yeah, it can be you. Yeah, maybe you're you know doing something you're not supposed to right now, or maybe you're not in the right place but it can be you like this is a message for everyone it's not just for christians to feel better or a remind it is a reminder for us believers but um it's also like this is the reality of things and it's and it's very much attainable yeah you know yeah i love that so yeah so in heaven like it's no more death that was the point of that (laughs) because it's no more death like we're not gonna die anymore like that's it like we're gonna live forever with king jesus like we're gonna be with god forever and so yeah i just feel led to share like my grandpa i don't know if y'all believe in this stuff like in the sense of like what i'm about to say but i remember my grandpa was sharing like an experience that god had given them given him and he was saying that um yeah, God had taken me up to heaven. Because, like, these these are real experiences, though. Like, I don't know what you got to do to, like, make this happen. But I'm like, Jesus, like, give me some of that. Like, I want some <laughs> of that, Jesus. But he was just telling me, he's like, yeah, like, I remember that God took me to heaven. He's like, and when I was there, like, angels were playing tug-of-war. And I was like, that just sounds like so much fun. But he was like, angels were playing tug-of-war. He's like, and then I saw, like, them in their robes. And they were like, it was like a choir, like, and they were just all there just like praising Jesus. And I was like, that is so cool. Like, and that's so much fun. But the, but like, again, like, just think about the joy and just the like peace. Like, there's literally no sorrow. Like, there's no worries of this world. Like, the, mm. our minds aren't even going to be on this world because it's going to be long gone. That's yeah. like, that's the point of this. Like, this is temp, like, this yeah. world is temporary. The, everything that we touch, like, all of, like, everything, all of our senses, like, that can feel and understand, like, it's all temporary. Like, it's going to be gone, gone. Even and our flesh, we don't even have to deal with our flesh anymore. Like, right. You know, dealing Talk with the nature. That. Yes, like. Dealing with the the nature of our flesh, how it always is going to go against your spirit. It's always going to go against um, what doesn't please God because that's just our, you know, that's our nature. We want to please ourselves before we please God. Like, we're not going to have to deal with that anymore. There's not going to be that war, that wrestling in your mind every day Yeah. because we're going to be free of that. And I mean, we are free of that, you know, as believers, when you accept Jesus Christ, we are free um, and we die to our flesh, but that's the thing. We have to die to it. Like we have to choose yeah. that. Like there's because, still war. Right. Because we're in this world, as long as we're walking in this like crooked world, you know? Mm-hmm. And, but then it's like when we're up there, we don't have to Yeah. because we have new bodies. I love that. Come on. And then we finally have like a sound mind forever. Wow. Ooh, that's like so nice. Come on. Yeah. Okay. The last thing that I have on here is judgment day. I'm sorry, I said it like a like judgment day. So <laughs> dramatic. Um, but yeah, judgment day. So like there's gonna be a day. There's going to be a day. Like it makes me think of this song, like, I'm not gonna sing it. I was gonna I'm gonna sing it. I'm I know we're saying it. Okay. It goes, There will be a day with no more tears. 
No more pain. Dang, throw it back no to Caleb. No more fears. There will be a day where the burdens of this place will be no more. We'll see Jesus face to face. <laughs> dun, dun. But until that day, dun, 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 we'll grow on to new ways. Anyways, but that just made me think of that song. Like, because that's Judgment Day. Like, yeah. And I know, like, to be honest, as believers, like for those of you who are believers, I need to talk to you because if there is a fear of death, there is something wrong with your perception and your understanding of who God is and who you are as a son and daughter of God. Mm. Like, cause even myself, like, and I'm just preaching from like a place like where I used to stand there. I used to be in that. And like one day God really confronted me. He's like, why are you afraid to die? And I'm like, dang, Jesus, like, I'm just scared, scared. Like, I'm scared that I'm going to go to hell. And he's like, but you believe in Jesus. And Roman, and in Romans, I think it's chapter 8, verse 1, it literally says, now there, for there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. He's like, so why are you in fear of condemnation when you have salvation? You know, and that makes me want to ask living as you. you are condemned. I feel like a lot of times Ooh. we live as we already are condemned. Dang that's good living as we already are condemned but it's like is your salvation truly in jesus alone like is it in jesus christ alone mm. or is it in your works like what mm. else is it in yep. like because i feel like that's what it goes back to like sometimes we're like oh our works like plus what jesus did but it's like no 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 completely by grace we have been saved through faith and not by our works. Yeah. And so, yeah, so I just had to say that, that if we fear death, like there is something wrong with our understanding of who God is. Like something is not like right. Like there is something out of whack, like something out of sync with the word of God, with his character and like how we see ourselves as well. Uh, bringing it back because i i know like in our, our our christian walk we are like there was a moment where i was scared of dying too because the thing i would do i like oh i don't sin don't do this i would follow a set of rules like that's good but you have to realize who paid for those sins who took who took that that sin and he like died for that you have to realize like because i didn't have that perception that like that knowledge and I, I think it's really good to have that because sometimes we just think, oh, I'm sinning too much. I'm going to go to hell. But we need to really take that whole picture and be like, OK, you believe in Jesus. And when you believe in Jesus, you're going to want to change that. And knowing that you won't be perfect, yeah. but knowing that you're going to be serving a God who is perfect. Yeah. 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 Come on. That's fire. I love that. You know, and then I also feel like it just goes back to our lack of belief, yeah. our lack of belief first. But then secondly, our lack of being in the word. Come on. I just have to say that. I feel like I said that before, but it's like we cannot like there. Please, please. We cannot call ourselves Christians if we are not in the word of God. Like we just can't like you just cannot because how do you think you're going to change? How do you think you're going to be transformed? How do you think you're going to be set like on things that are eternal and not things that are temporary? If you're so busy, like looking at everything that's temporary and not the eternal word of God, right? Not the word of God that's, that's going to stand around. forever. That's stand that's stood has stood like the test of time because it's still true. literally <laughs> it's still true. Like you yeah. could still apply it to your life. It mm, still does its mm -hmm. thing. Like, thank you, Holy Spirit. Right. Thank you, Jesus. So <laughs> I guess starts to cry i know <laughs> so <laughs>
about. Oh, the point of that was Judgment Day. Lord, yeah. we like went. Woo, come on, Jesus. Don't Thank even you, Holy get us started. Yeah, yeah, seriously. But Judgment Day, it's like, yeah, I'm just going to quote what my mom would always tell us. It's so funny, like, because my mom, like, she grew up in church, but then she, like, stopped going to church. But she would always tell us about Jesus. Thank you, God, for that. And so um, what she would say is she was like, one day you're going to come before God. She was like, and it's not going to be a whole couch. Like, you're not going to have, like, your family there. You're not going to have your friends there. She's like, it's just going to be you and him. And, like, when she told me that, I was food because I'm like, just me and him. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> you know? But it's just like, it's so true. Like, it's just going to be you and it's going to be you and God. Like, there's not going to be any witnesses there to be like, oh, yeah, she did this or she did that. You know, I think about friends where you're like, yeah, because then, like, you know, this person was out here trying to say this. And then she's like, I heard it, too, you know, and things like that. Like, like helping you out. Like, helping you out. Like, the only advocate that you're going to have is Jesus. Mm. The only mediator that you're going to have is Jesus. You know, and it makes me think of that scripture where it's like, um, it says that not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom. And so it's just like, if you're like, hey, Jesus, like, like, what's going like, Jesus, like, come on, you know me. And he's literally just going to straight up just say, depart from me because I do not know you. Yeah. And so, man, so I just want to ask y'all, like, do you really know Jesus? Like, mm. do you really know who God is? Like, yeah. is it your passion and your desire? Like, I know that we, as Christians, I feel like we're always talking about like, yeah, God, give me passion. Give me fire. But it's something about when you behold the person like when you behold Jesus like you start to become like him and it says that Jesus has eyes of fire so that is like where that fire and where that passion is coming from and it's like are you beholding him like are you beholding him daily mm -hmm. like is he like is your mindset on things that are above and not things that are below yeah. like are your eyes fixed on Jesus because truly like when you come before God this is what's gonna happen for those of us who are believers God's like he's gonna be like hey what's up just kidding yeah, <laughs> can you picture I really feel like God would just be chill like I just feel like God is like anyways so but you know he's gonna like come before us you know and like there's the I just think about a courtroom come on cause it's like yeah. Satan is the he's the accuser yeah. like and he's gonna be like look at this list like and like, you know, it's going to, I feel like Satan would just be super dramatic with it. I'm just going to imagine with me all okay. like that. He'd just be super dramatic and just like stand up and just have a whole list like of our senses. Just be like, okay, like we are, court is in session. Like you see this, this is a whole list of sin. Like Moriana did this, my na real name's Moriana. I'm talking about myself. Moriana did this, Moriana did that. Moriana did, you know, Moriana, she used to drink. Moriana used to cuss, like she used to, you know, watch porn, like she used to masturbate, like just literally just like naming all the sins that I've ever done. And then after he's finished, she's just gonna sit down and just be like, I rest my case. And then God's just gonna look at me and I'm literally not gonna have anything to say cause like I'm gonna be guilty. Like I'm going to be guilty cause yeah. it's like, I can't say anything like and we cannot save ourselves. And right. then Jesus, like he's literally going to like come up and just being like, hey, like, you know, give me a pat on the shoulder. Like, I know you like I got you. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. And then he's going to come before the father and he's going to say, hey, my blood played like played my blood paid for all of that. Mm -hmm. She's like she's guilt free. Like she's free to go. She, has, and she accepted me. She accepted me. Right. And then God's going to be like, you may enter. Well done, good and faithful servant. Like, you may yeah. enter into the kingdom. Caso cerrado. Caso cerrado. 
Thank Jesus, though. Yeah. Like, that was a that was a great like image. Dang, I was like, damn. Yeah. Oh I was literally about to say that too. You like beat me to it. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, I was thinking about like it's like kind of like a court case. Imagine the judge and then the prosecutor and then the advocate, but you already, yeah, yeah come on, <laughs> yeah. But praise God for Jesus, like, and that's who I want to point all this back to, y'all. Because at the end of the day, like, you're going to make your own decision, mm. you're going to do what you want to do. Maybe this was edifying for you, and maybe it wasn't. Like, yeah. maybe you're like, whatever, you know, and again, like. God honors that. Like, he is not going to force us to go to heaven. He's not going to force us to go to hell. Like, he has set eternity in our own hearts. Mm. And so wherever our heart is, that is where our treasure shall also be. So if your heart yeah. is not in heaven, then it's not in heaven. Like, and so, yeah. So I just, and the point. In the, oh, in the midst of, you know, talking about both of these things, like, where, where are we going to be in eternity? Where do you think you're going to be in eternity? Like, in this process and also knowing that we have an option to accept Jesus Christ and we have an option to be like, yeah, I want to go to heaven. Like it's not about us. So like, yeah. if you feel like super far away and being like, Oh, I can't make that decision now or it's too much. Or you listen to this and you just kind of just like go about whatever, like just know that it's not about you. It's not about anything that you have to do just yeah. to come and make this decision. Yes. Okay. It's all about Jesus. And I think that's where we get the story mixed up and that's where we kind of, like stop um and like oh i'll do it later or, or I'll, I'll wait until i have you know i get my stuff together like yeah. but it's not about you getting your stuff together honey yeah. like you're never you know, gonna get your stuff together <laughs> we're not you know yeah. and you know oh i'm gonna stop doing this i'm gonna stop doing this and i'm gonna but you're not going to because if you're if, obviously you're still doing it because you haven't been able to stop doing whatever yes. you're doing come on you know so and this is where it's so good that it's about Jesus because it's only him in him that we can that we can stop bad habits, that we can say no to things that are toxic for us, that we can say no to sin, that we can say no to like evil desires and play. Like it's him solely. Yeah. It's his grace. It's Thank his strength Jesus. in us. It's what he does in us that we're able to step forward and be like, Jesus, I need you. You know what I mean? It's not I mean, obviously it takes your faith, you know, to believe in him, but it's not anything that we can do. It's all him and so um don't like don't let your your works even if even if you're not a um believer like non-believers like don't let like whatever quote unquote you need to do or you need to get together don't let that stop you from making this decision and really like taking a step back and deeping like where are you gonna where are you gonna go you know where are you gonna live in for eternity um and know that and if you don't believe in eternity there is an eternity yeah <laughs> There is an eternity. Um, Whether you like it or not. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, Now, after John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. And it's crazy because, um, again, it points back to Jesus. Well, first of all, gospel means good news. Okay. I was going to ask you like, what is the gospel? Yeah. So gospel literally means good news. Um, and what's the good news, the kingdom of God. Mm. So, I mean, that's what it says right after. Um, cause it says the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand, repent and believe in the gospel. Um, and what was I getting to repentance? Um, and repentance and the good news are together in this like little 
paragraph. And it just makes me think of like, you can't have one without the other. Um, you know, believing in the gospel is recognizing your sin is recognizing that, um, because if you recognize that you, if you recognize that, um, there's like, how, what am I trying to say? It's like, if I'm just imagine like a non-believer getting to a point of like, um, Oh dang, like I'm like truly deep in this. Like, where am I going to go? Then you recognize there's like an inkling in your body that like, Oh, I might go to hell. Mm. You know what I mean? It's yeah. either or. So if you're not going to heaven, where are you? You're going to go to hell, you know? And so I know there's no in between that needs to be. Yeah. Said. There's no in between. And so, um, I just, wa- I really just wanted to back that up with like Mark one, because you said repentance. And I think that that's like where to start is repentance you know like you you need what to is re- repenting though can we let's talk about that because i mean yeah we just throw around the words like we know what it is but like what is it really so repentance is not saying sorry <gasps> what yeah because it's really easy to say sorry it's like i can i can like hurt your feelings right now and say sorry but then i hurt your feelings again i know and then i'll say it's okay when it's not okay yeah and i just <laughs> keep saying sorry right and then i'm like is she really sorry though yeah so repentance is turn yeah repentance is turning the other way turning around like choosing literally saying no to whatever that is mm-hmm. turning around not changing saying, your mind changing your mind about it yeah it's a change of mind and making the decision to repent is the first step obviously you know holy spirit gives us the strength um god gives you the strength to continue to decide to not to go back to whatever you repented of. Yeah. But that's repentance is really turning the other uh, way. Can you explain who the Holy Spirit is to those oh, who don't know about that? One. Yes. So the Holy Spirit is um, the spirit that Jesus left when he died and resurrected. Um, it's a gift. He's. It's a gift. Yeah. So we get to still have the counsel and the advice and the company of the Holy Spirit. Like Jesus did it like die and resurrect and be like all right you guys are on your own now try to find god by yourself like no he gave us the holy spirit and the holy spirit is very much accessible through a relationship with god um through seeking him through i mean of course after you accept jesus christ yeah you know you we have access to the holy spirit to really to to walk with him and be led by him and be um like you said counseled by him come on yeah because in john um chapter 16 It says, here we go. Verse seven, John chapter 16, verse seven says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment of sin because they do not believe in me of righteousness because I go to my father and you see me no more of judgment because the ruler of the world of this world is judge. And then it jumped down to 13. It says, however, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you the things to come. He will glorify me for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All the things that the father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. 
So, yeah. So specifically, it's just talking about how the Holy Spirit is a helper and the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth and a guide. A guide. Why? Because we don't know what we doing, y'all. Yeah. We don't know what we doing. Yeah. I'm glad that we were able to point all of this back to Jesus, because that's really that's why we're here. And that's the whole point of speaking of heaven and hell. There is there's a mediator. There's an advocate for us. Um but we also have an option. We have options and and whatever, however long we're going to be here, like there's always going to be an opportunity to choose him. And he's never going to force us. He's been giving us options since day one. He gave Eve, Adam and Eve an option. He gave yeah. them a thousand trees and he gave them one tree if they just had to decide to eat of the tree. Yeah. And, and like, they decided to eat of the tree. Right. Come on. And just remember, like going back to God's character, like remember that there is mercy. Yes. And there is grace. Like it literally says like, and where sin ran deep, like grace runs deeper. Yeah. Like grace covers everything. Yeah. And so. And that just backs up how you don't have to have everything together to come yeah. to him because there is grace and mercy. He doesn't expect you to be what I mean at whatever our definition and standard of perfect is yeah. to come to him and seek him. That's the whole point of grace and mercy. He come just on. wants you to come. Yeah. You know, he just wants you to seek. That's so good because all I'm picturing, this is like the vision that came to my head of just like, I'm picturing a woman and she's just like, her house is a mess. And she's like literally running around trying to get her house clean. And then like randomly, like as she's in the midst of like being so focused on getting her house clean, that somebody rings the doorbell and like her company came. And it was just, like, so unexpected. So I imagine that she's just, like, filled with shock, filled with frustration, like, filled with anger. But I just wanted to point that back to how the word says, like, he's going to come like a thief in the night. Mm -hmm. Like, we do not know the day nor the hour. Yeah. And it's like, are you going to be ready when he comes? Yeah. Like, th that makes me think of this other song. I just feel like singing, y'all. I just got it. Stop. I just thought about a, another song, too. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. So this song, this song is sad, though, y'all. Okay. Oh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> so yeah i'm gonna sing it i'm just gonna we're gonna go for it okay it goes i pray we'll all be ready i pray we'll all be ready i pray we'll all be ready for his return i pray that we'll get our business straight so we can all meet at the gate i pray we'll all be ready for his return. That's the song that it made me think of. But I heard that song, y'all, and I bawled because I was like, am I ready right now, Jesus? Dang. The but song yeah. that it made me think of is not as sad. It's like Let Go by, by Hillsong Young and, Young and Free. But the line, don't be making that face. But <laughs> the line that says, like, caught up in our own hesitation. And we Dang. always are. Caught up in our own hesitation. We always are caught up. We're always like, oh, I need to do this. I need to do that. I don't know if I should go today. I don't know if I should... I'll pray tomorrow. I'll read the word tomorrow. I'll talk to God tomorrow. And it's like you you never actually go. You never actually do. Um, and so it just makes me think of that. Yeah, and then the illustration that Mo was giving, I thought she was going to go a different way because the way she explained it was good. Mm -hmm. 
but I was thinking of another thing. Okay, go. So basically, imagine the the lady you were talking about. She's trying to fix up her house, trying to make it clean and everything. Mm. But when Jesus is knocking on the door, she's like, wait, I have to have it all together. I have to clean it up perfectly clean for him. Mm -hmm. But in reality, he just wants to come into your house and make you whole. Like, he's not Dang. looking for your house to be all clean. He wants to clean it for you. Like, come on. Mm, come he wants on. To, he wants to clean those sins away. He wants to wash. He wants yeah. to make that garment white as snow, bro. Come yeah. on. Oh, my God. Okay, that makes me think of um something else. It's like when you're sick, right? When you're sick and you're super sick that you decide that you need to go to the ER. Mm -hmm. Whoever thinks about like, oh, wait, before I go, like, let me try to get better and then go <laughs> to the ER. <laughs> That's a good one. Does anyone do that? Like, no, no one does that. You no go because you need to get better. Like, you don't go and like, first of all, you don't go looking cute. Like, you're go you go whatever you're wearing, whether you have throw up on your shirt, whether you're just looking like a mess. You just go. Right. Because you know you're going to get served and they're going to give you something to feel better, to be better. You don't go, like, feeling all good again. No one goes to the ER because you're feeling good. Yeah. It's the same thing with Jesus. Come on. Dang, that was hecka good. That's what he said, though. He was like, I'm not here. Like, he was like, who who needs a doctor? Like, the people who are sick. Yeah, and it just makes me think of, like, when we are in that attitude of trying to have it all together or be quote-unquote good, like, obviously God knows that we need him anyway, even if we think we're good or we're doing all the right things. But that gets us caught up in pride because then we can't recognize that we're not good because we're busy getting it all together and looking good. Yeah. And so, and so what is God going to do? Again, God can do anything, but like, what is God going to do th with that when you, when you can't recognize like that you, you just don't have it together, you know? Yeah. Dang. Come on. Yeah. That reminded me of, um, I don't know where the scripture is guys. I know it's in revelation. I want to say, no, I'm not even going to misquote it. Mm -hmm. It's definitely in revelation though, but it talks about like knocking. Cause Joel was like, Oh, like Jesus knocks. And it just says, that like I am knocking at the door like and that's what it says about Jesus I don't remember where it is but that just reminded me of just like our hearts like literally like it says that eternity is in set in the heart of man like he's knocking like and I just pray that he would open your ears to hear him knocking like that you would start to like audibly just be like hmm like something like something's not right like something needs to change like I need to be different whatever the case is but yeah Yes. Yeah, so for those of you who are ready to give your life to Jesus and who want to spend eternity with our Heavenly Father, we just want to lead you into a prayer. And so first, um, just confessing. I'm just going to say it and you could just repeat after me. I'm a sinner and I need you, Jesus. I ask that you forgive me for my sins. I choose to turn away from my old ways. Holy Spirit, I ask that you come and that you make your home within me that you would lead me into all truth, that you would guide me in the word of God, and that I would be changed, like that my life would be truly changed. And I want to thank you, God, for the blood of Jesus. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for making a way for me mm -hmm. to enter into heaven and to yeah. be with you forever. I love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. And if you said that prayer, the Lord heard you, and now your life is going to be forever changed. That does, that being said, your life is going to be forever changed with consistency though. Yes. So yes, let it just be a disclaimer that that doesn't mean that you're going to be perfect right after or that every day is just going to be chill because it's like a war. Like it's going to yeah. be a battle. Like some days you're going to fall and 
there is forgiveness for you. There is grace for you. It's like there's God's mercy yeah. and his love more importantly. Like he just loves you. And there is a whole party in heaven right now because you came into the kingdom. Like you were that one sheep that was lost and now you're found. So we yeah. just praise God for that. And we just rejoice over you and with you. And we encourage you to, to like, like Mo said, um, that doesn't mean that everything is going to be peaches and cream right after you say this prayer, which also means that you need to keep seeking, you know, you need to, um, I don't know, buy a Bible, get the Bible app, be in the word of God, because if preferably all those questions, physical. preferably a physical Bible, a physical Bible. Yeah. yeah and preferably New King James Version <laughs> or not. Not all versions are biblical. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, my God, what? Like, that's, yeah, a whole thing. A whole, anyway, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, just keep just keep seeking and. Mm all those questions that you may have, you're going to find it in the word of God. You're going to find it and um, look for people that are like-minded that are following Jesus. Um, look for a local church um, to, to continue to be grounded and really know God more because all those questions that you have, um, you're going to find it in the word and yeah. all those questions you have about God, like knowing God, knowing his character, it's going to be in the word. And the more you're in the word, the more you know God, Yeah. the easier it's going to be to follow and be obedient yes. to him because you know him because you know who you're serving. Um, and of course, reaching out to us on Facebook, on um, Instagram, Instagram. But yeah, guys, thanks for joining us today. We hope that this was a blessing to you all. Um, we hope that this got you thinking um, a productive thought process and, and making decisions. Um, we love you guys. Bye.